A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Is it time to sink the Jones Act? Hey FAM, it's Adrian. I hope you had a wonderful holiday break. We are going to dip our toe into maritime law and discuss a little-known act which you probably aren't familiar with. When the topic is the ongoing congestion at the LA and the Los Angeles ports, the title, Any Port in a Storm, The Slow Boat from China, or Ship of Fools might each be an appropriate headline. The situation has been so bad for so long that hoping to get things moving, the Biden administration has called for a 24-7 activity at the ports to move products off of the ship and into the stores in time for the holiday selling season. And while recent reports show that there has been some progress, according to the Marine Exchange, just under 180 ships were at the port of LA and Long Beach, with a vast majority of them waiting their turn to dock and unload. Threats to find the ocean freight carriers taking too long to unload are still floating in the air, but in my opinion, and this is according to Ray Allegraza, the author of the article, a 100-day fine for these big boys amounts to literally nothing. It's pocket change. By now, we've all heard the reasons for the backlog. The list includes COVID-19, labor shortages, shortages of trucks and drivers, too few dock workers, a disruption of the global supply chain, spiking consumer demand, and the list goes on and on. But as they love to say on the Home Shopping Network, but wait, there's more. Since I am phrase borrowing, let me remind you of this one too. Quote, we have met the enemy and he is us, end quote. We may be taking on water at our West Coast ports due to a mix of some recent and not so recent legislation. In California, for example, the state's AB5 law, which was passed back in January, essentially redefined some of the workers previously listed as independent contractors. Simply put, AB5 redefines the employment status of some workers formally classified as, quote, independent contractors, end quote, and reclassifies them as employees. According to the industry observers close to the ports, this has put the brakes on many California-based independent truckers because they're now labeled as employees who might have previously stepped up to help. And here's another major roadblock, and the one that I haven't talked about much is the Jones Act. Ever heard of it? The Jones Act, which was named after Senator Wesley Jones, the legislator who sponsored it, was passed in 1920 and was put forth to protect American merchant marines, sailors, and the ship's crew which there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. But as I warned earlier, wait, there's more. The Jones Act, which is actually section 27 of the Merchant Marine Act of 1920, requires that any goods shipped by water between two points in the U.S. must be transported on a U.S.-built, U.S.-flagged, and at least 75% U.S. crewed vessel. The results, many observers argue, is that it makes it less expensive to ship goods from Asia than it does from the states to state here. Citing energy as just one example, a recent story in Forbes commented that, quote, East and West Coast refiners find it cheaper to get oil from foreign sources instead of from the U.S. itself. It's cheaper for New England to get natural gas from Trinidad and Tobago or even Siberia than from the U.S. Gulf Coast. So with that in mind, let me float this one by you. Let's forget about sinking the Bismarck. Maybe it's time to sink the Jones Act, along with other legislation that is directly or indirectly putting our ports at risk. Check out more audio stories at fam.news, where you're always part of the fam. Fam.news, the only team in the mattress business to bring you audio stories with every story. The way it should be.